I'm Chris. And I'm Dom. And we got next. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to yet another episode of the We Got Next podcast. Uh, it means a lot to us that you guys keep tuning in and checking us out each and every week. Um, this week, we have a lot that we would like to speak about, uh, but it's kind of all over the place. So you guys are going to have to kind of kind of hang with us this week. A little bit of a cornucopia episode. You get a little bit of everything. You might like it, you may not. Well, of course you like it. You came back. You got it. <laughs> um, so, Chris, man, what, what, what have you been up to this week? Um, this week, I've really just been hanging out, playing a little bit of story-based games. Um, been playing The Walking Dead Season 1, heavy. Played Season 2 earlier this month. Um, I've really been looking into like what games are coming out this year. Because I've been kind of excited to see like what type of new games, like indie games are coming out and everything. Hasn't been too much on the radar indie wise. I mean, big, big, big games. Uh, the Division open beta just came, closed beta just came out. Getting great reviews out of that. People are saying it's the the Destiny killer, quote unquote. I'm doing the quotation fingers. <laughs> Destiny killer. And uh, from what I've seen, it looks very beautiful. It's very good. Very good game. And then um, I heard about another game coming out pretty soon. Well, hopefully soon. It's a interesting concept. But I might stick, tell you guys about that a little bit later. What about you, dog? Well, man, um, I have been taking part in the $10,000 gaming contest for uh, Gamersaloon.com. Playing Madden on both Xbox and PlayStation 4. Uh, and, I mean, I've, we've only done one round. Um, I've basically got a bye week in both. Um, and the reason, excuse me, the reason that I say I basically got, um, a bye week in both, the Xbox guy didn't show up to the match. <laughs> um, and the way that Gamersaloon.com works, you got 30 minutes before the match starts to check in. As well as 45 minutes afterwards. There's an hour and 15 minute window in which you have to check in. Our game was supposed to start at 1 in the morning. So that meant from 12.30 to 1.45. At any point in time in that, you can go check in. Um, so I stayed up until 1.45. Saw he didn't check in and took my ass to bed. Uh, but besides that, man, it is... Call of Duty Double XP Weekend. Woo! Uh, so, as every other 20-something-year-old guy that has a PlayStation, um, I've been playing Call of Duty a lot. Um, I've actually been playing a lot of 2K, though, as well. Um, just building up on my career. Uh, but, the, but the major thing is... Uh, I might have a gaming addiction, a uh, new one at least. I uh, played a lot more ARK. <laughs> um, by the way, guys, um, don't know if any of you guys play ARK. There are big ass snakes. Um, I didn't even punch it and it killed me. So those things are really deadly. Um, and if anybody's listened to any past episodes, you know that everything that I have encountered in ARK, I have punched. Just to see what it does. 
I didn't even get a chance to punch this thing before it killed me. And by kill me, I mean it paralyzed me and then ate me. Like, I just had to lay <laughs> on the ground and feel my controller vibrate very heavily as I was being attacked. Now, I didn't even die by the snake. Let me please preface that. A raptor came out of nowhere while I was paralyzed and finished me off and then fought the snake over who ate my body. Hmm. Um, can you play Can you play R for multiple people? Yeah, if you play online, it's like a 64-player thing. Yeah. And you can make tribes and stuff. See, I might have to get the Xbox just to, just to play Ark with you, bro, so we can like both play at the same time. Do you know how many things I'm going to punch and get you killed? No, you're not going to get me killed. See, I could be like the cautious, I could be the Chucky of the group, like in Rugrats. Yeah. He was the bitch-made guy. He didn't want to do all this shit. He didn't want to go out in the wilderness and get killed by no fucking lion. He was like, I'm going to stay home, have my juice box, you know, hang out. I could be that guy for the group. Okay, I'll be I'll be Tommy and Dill and or wait, Lil and Phil and uh, who else were the babies? All the rest of the babies will be me because they were all thugs. If you don't believe me, uh, look at any episode. Yeah, they all get scared at times, but then they still just go do it. And like I was scared to go try to punch a snake. I was. I ran from like three of them at first, and then I was like, you know what? I don't even know if it was really trying to attack me or not, so let's go find out. It is. It is at all times. It's kind of like a raptor, because um, it doesn't care about your life. Um, but yeah, no, I'm addicted to that. I've gotten like seven people to go buy it. Um, my internet sucks, so I haven't played online with anybody, but everybody's giving me good reviews. They're also taking my advice of don't go punch everything. But it's sound advice, man. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to ask your opinion, man. Retro gaming, do you mm -hmm. think it still has a place? Retro gaming as in what capacity? Like going into like an arcade, like Galaga type retro gaming? Are you talking about like classic games? Like earlier I was playing Rapper to Rapper. I mean 8-bit. 8-bit gaming? 8-bit gaming. Do you think that it, it, it would be worth it to make a game today with 8-bit um, graphics? Maybe not, like, how I'm picturing 8-bit graphics, like, truly old classic 8-bit graphics. But at the same time, I feel like if the story's good enough and the gameplay's compelling enough, then it really doesn't matter. Well, the reason I ask is... Um, believe it is May? Sometime in May, there is a new Mega Man that mm. will be coming out in 8-bit style. I mean, still, you know, HD quality 8-bit. Okay. But it is coming out, and it is going to have... Everybody's kind of taking that make-your-own-level approach to every game ever. So right now, uh, you can make your own Mega Man levels, combine, you know, Mega Man 4 boss with Mega Man 7 character. You know what I mean? Hmm. Um, Pretty interesting. And, and it looks good. I'm not going to pre-order it. I'm not worried about trying to get a hold of a beta or I definitely don't want the alpha. 
Uh, I was just never really a Mega Man fan. But if you enjoy Mega Man, it will be here sooner than you think. Also, um, they're talking. It's in the works. Let me put it that way. That another Tom Clancy series is going to be reborn. Uh, because the division is kind of like for Rainbow Six Siege is a lot like uh, Vegas and that series. So, with the success that um, Siege is having, there's a new Ghost Recon game coming out, guys. That's that's interesting. I, I always have liked Ghost Recon. They just announced that their development team has started. So, I mean, there is no such thing as a timetable. Uh, but I'm pretty interested in it, and I'll wait until it comes out. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I've always liked Go- Ghost Recon. I mean, personally, I was never really into Rainbow Six. And after playing Siege, I like the game, but it's just not really my cup of tea. Like, I feel like it could have been better as a tactical shooter, and maybe, like, after they implement some more patches, get some more DLC out there, then maybe I'll come back to it and see some stuff I really enjoy, and I can have a better opinion about it. But as is, it's not really my cup of tea. It's not really a game I really see myself playing consistently. Yeah, I've, I've put in very minimal time, so I try to keep you know anything I do say about the game at a minimum because it would be like somebody trying to give like a, a solid review on Call of Duty and they played three matches of Team Deathmatch. Right. Um, you don't really know what's going on still at that point. I'm not, I don't really have the whole control scheme down, you know. It, but it is, it, like you were saying, it just really isn't what I would consider to float my boat. Um, it's, a, it's a very, it's one of those games that's like a very acquired taste. Absolutely. In my opinion. It's just like, you know, either you love it or you don't really like it. There really is no in-between. Because, I mean, the way Rainbow Six Siege to me has come across is not, it's obviously not a casual shooter. It's not like Call of Duty, you pick it up, you're playing zombies. Yeah. This is like a game where it's a tactical one. You have a team, so either you gotta have you know your squad online or you're playing with Randy's, and it's very it gets very intense. So I don't think that there's like a casual market. Yeah, where you can just pick up the game and play with your friends and like really have fun because you're probably gonna get shit on by some sweaties. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean that's that's kind of what I experienced. I I just experienced the guys that had already made Rainbow Siege life. Yeah, uh, like those guys, you know, you go to the gym, and there's five guys that walk into the gym together, and they got next. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, and they already know who who takes the ball up court. Who uh, when you go in the gym and in the wreck and they're running plays. Yeah, that's when you know you fucked up. When you hear somebody yell out "Computer Blue," <laughs> uh, you know that you made a horrible mistake. Uh, and that's just what I personally experienced so I try not to let that dictate my thoughts on the game because again I didn't play kind of how the game was meant to be played so I can't say oh no the game was garbage or you know any of that really Um, I will say though one thing that I was really impressed with that game was it didn't feel like the guns killed in you know 
how everybody complains Call of Duty, you die so fast. It didn't feel like that, but it also didn't feel like I had to put a clip into the guy in order to kill him. You know, it, it felt good on that end. It felt like a decent amount of bullets to get a kill um, until I died by the guy that had 1% health. <laughs> At that point, I was thoroughly upset. And I know some people are like, oh, he's just he's just overreacting, you know. No, no, no. I, I was I was livid. And I don't even use that word in my vocabulary like that. But uh, very upset. Very ready to go punch holes in televisions that I didn't own of other people's. Because then I'd have to go buy myself a new TV. And I didn't really want to do that. Um, totally understandable. Yeah. Um, to go off of what you were saying earlier, you said you were playing, you know, a lot of my career and everything. I actually started on my career in 2K. Oh, okay. And um, I want to start a program team or get some players to play with in the park because, I mean, I was playing a little bit with some of my friends, and, like, they enjoyed having me around because I'm one of the guys, I do the dirty work. I'm power forward. I'm a big guy. Yeah. I block shots, rebound, knock down the occasional mid-range. I just do that type of stuff. So I, I'm definitely feeling like we should do a pro-am team. And plus, they have the road to the finals yep. in pro-am with the huge cash payout. They actually just had the dry run today. Yeah, I'm not the guy that everybody likes playing with because uh, I'm like Russell Westbrook. Uh, I can do everything. <laughs> And uh, I'm not afraid to go do everything. <laughs> like, uh, if I feel like you're just not helping us out, I'm just not going to give you the ball. <laughs> you can ask the players that are in, that are on my team, as in the actual Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. I play for the <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder. And, uh, yeah, they don't, they don't touch the ball. Uh, oh, you missed two shots? Give me the ball. And I get the two shots. <laughs> it's an extremely low number. <laughs> To be upset about. But uh, I'm going for triple-doubles out here. Okay? <laughs> yeah. uh, you missing is messing up my assist ratio. And I'm not even a point guard. <laughs> okay? <laughs> uh, See, well, I think we should definitely have, like, a We Got Next, like, podcast, like, pro-am team. And, and if we did that, I would play, like, a normal <clears throat> shooting guard. Like, I wouldn't do the Kobe... Westbrook role. See, I feel like we, we should have some requirements. I would I, go with like a Ray Allen role. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say that we're not gonna try to win. Like it's just totally shits and giggles for fun. Because I like to win. But at the same time, <laughs> like we don't have to like you know just let anybody play. But also, we're trying to have fun and connect with you guys. So I feel like we should definitely do that. I Maybe think that we going. should definitely make it to where you know. Maybe not everybody's on the Pro-Am team. Maybe we do set a couple rules for that. But um, add us on PlayStation Network. And I don't know how many times we've asked you guys to do that. Um, but if you add us on PlayStation Network, you know, maybe we send everybody to either me or, or Chris's courts in my career. And we just play some friendly pickup games. You know? And by friendly, that means I'm elbowing you in the ribs. 
and I'm dunking on you. Yeah, oh yeah. Somebody is going to get Timothy Mozgov. And I mean, I want to play some seven-footers because I'm dunking on you. Um, I actually did Timothy Mozgov on Timothy Mozgov, um, which was really cool. I felt like I was part of a prestigious club until I looked at uh, how many people have done that to him. And then I didn't feel so special anymore. But uh, we should definitely find a way. Maybe we get a, a time that we fill up the park. With we got next people and uh, do what we can to fill up the park. I know it's really hard to yeah. to do that sort of thing. Um, but also, I wanted to talk about my team a little bit, mainly because um, I'm really heated at how their stats work. Chris is a little bit more upset than I am, but he has to play against people that have diamonds, and I'm not that far yet. Um, my issue is, I was looking at the silver cards, and then I decided to look through the silver cards that I had. Not to say that I have just the worst silvers. I have some really nice ones. I realized how many silvers have like 93 balls. Yeah, that's a lot now. And not to say that the guys can't shoot, but 90 should be top-tier shooter. And not everybody gets that title. You know what I mean? We. Well, I mean, with 2K, the thing that's funny about it is, like, you would think that 90 is, like, top-tier, but it's really not. Like, I have... um. Right now, I'm running with an Amethyst uh, Marcus All, Moments Marcus All, and he has a 91 standing mid. He's missed more standing mids than like you would expect someone with a 90. <clears throat> and I mean, it's just kind of like give and take. It just depends. Like with 2K, at least this game, it's not even about the stats. It's about the animations the character, the person has, because a lot of people prefer to use Kyrie Irving and. Uh, Russell Westbrook over like Steph Curry because Steph Curry's animations on layups and his jump shot animation just aren't very good and people don't like to use it because it's hard to get consistency out of it. So I mean, I don't know. They they just released another. They released a cheese card the other day. It was a moments Troy Daniels. He has a 94 standing or 95 standing, 94 moving three, but he's a silver card. He's really not that good. He can just shoot. And so I mean, it's give and take. You got cards that can shoot really well and can't do anything else. There are bronzes with, like, 93 balls and stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't really know. What I am upset about are these fucking all-star golds. All-star diamonds coming out. Diamonds. Now, diamond cards in 2K, when the game was first announced to us, they're like, oh, yeah, we're getting rid of pink diamonds, but we'll have diamond cards, which are supposed to be the best cards inside the game. Fair enough. To... So the year's going by, and they're steadily releasing cards, and they start releasing Diamond cards, mostly Moments cards, and Throwback Thursday cards for very big historic games. Which, again, they said Diamonds were for the best players, not for just anybody. So these Diamond cards they first released were like Jamal Crawford. He didn't need a Diamond. There's a Diamond Kyrie Irving. You can argue. 
There's a Diamond DeMarcus Cousins, Diamond Kimba Walker, there's a Diamond Kevin Love. There's a Diamond Luis Scola. So at this point, it's kind of ridiculous, right? Now they have these all-star packs that are going to come out presumably around all-star game time. And the all-star 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 game MVPs. I can't even talk. I'm so mad about this shit. And so you would think like, oh, this pack's gonna be really good. It's gonna have really good players. And they do have really good players. The lowest rated card inside of the pack is a 92 overall amethyst. Glenn Rice. Now the best rated card is a 98 overall Magic Johnson. What my issue is with are some of the niggas in between the top and the bottom. There is a 96 overall Diamond Russell Westbrook with a 90 standing and moving three. Now, for those of you guys who don't play 2K, Russell Westbrook is considered one of the best point guards inside of the game because he does a little bit of everything, and he has good animation. He's fast, strong, finish around the rim, all that good stuff, right? The only knock against him is that he cannot shoot. He can't shoot mid-range, really. He can't really shoot threes, really. So it kind of balances him out naturally it's like okay he has his flaws this card is going to be so good that i think that he's going to be the card you need at point guard and i think that's a problem because last year that's what they had with pink diamonds it was like once they released the pink diamond for one position it was like you don't need any other card this is the card that you need for this position and if you don't have this card then you're at a huge disadvantage yeah i mean just the diamonds in general just it's just ridiculous it's, and it Blade. Well, well, I feel like, like I can kind of relate because I'm I'm a Madden Ultimate Team player. Now, for those of you, I'm gonna talk about something that's a little bit older with Madden. Um, they released these packs, and it and it was a lot like your high school yearbook. It was like, oh, this NFL player is the best dressed or most likely to succeed. They wrote most likely to become a coach. Um, best pancakes. And, like, it's not that I have an issue that they did that. They didn't need to make these guys so good. There's a 90 D'Angelo Williams. For those of you who, who watch football or play Madden and you don't really know too much about D'Angelo Williams, that's the point I'm making here. He was the running back for the Carolina Panthers a very long time ago. He is now the running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay? The only reason he won best hair is because he dyed the bottom of his dreads pink because his mother had breast cancer. Completely understand that. And I am not knocking him for that. But when his 90 overall card is better then the legend Terrell Davis and is like comparable to Walter Payton who's arguably the best running back of all time and because this guy has pink in his hair he's gonna get these awesome stats no dude come on like I feel like last year both of the games waited so much longer to just say, fuck it, you know, like, like, at a certain point, every video game is just like, fuck it, let's release some bullshit, like, especially sports games, you know, they'll release the legend, they'll release these really great cards, but this year, these games are just like, turn up, like, let's go, you want a 90 overall card, we got you, you want a 98 overall fucking point guard that's 6'8", fucking can shoot threes, the 98 overall Magic Johnson has a 93 ball, which, 
I don't really disagree with. I guess it's all star game MVP. He probably hit some threes. It's cool. It's whatever. But you think about it like logically, you're giving us a six seven six eight point guard who can post up, who can play defense, who can finish around the rim, who can shoot threes, and you expect us to not just want that card. And my biggest issue with it is that these cards are probably going to be ultra rare. You know? Yeah. Within these all-star all star MVP packs. And the diamond prices are ridiculous. They're, like, super high. Which, I mean, understandably so, they're the best. But, you know, how many regular average 2K players are going to have a diamond card? True. And especially, like, if you don't pull packs, don't spend money on the packs... How many of them are going to get fucking, you know, the MT to get them? Because, you know, J.R. Smith, who has a diamond card, his diamond card on average goes for like 2 million MT. With 1 million MT, you can basically buy any player that you want that's not a diamond. You can probably buy a whole entire team, a decent winning team with a million MT. So, you mean to tell me there are cards like the Kobe just went for 5 million MT? Kyrie went for ten million. If you translate that to like real dollars, that's like two thousand dollars. Yeah. For you know one card in this game, and I just like that's kind of ridiculous. I know there's not a lot they can do because they want to reward these players for these amazing games. But two K, we, we gotta do better, man. In two K, we gotta do better. I don't know how FIFA is. I was thinking about picking up FIFA. But hopefully it's not like that, because if it is, I'm going to be shit out of luck. I don't know any good players. I'm going to have, like, diamond amazing cards. And I don't understand how to shoot, so I'm just not getting that. Like, I don't understand how to, how to aim my shot in FIFA. Oh, yeah. So I'm just refusing to get it. I mean, I know people that have bought it. I know people that are really good at FIFA. But I just don't understand the shot mechanic in it. Yeah. I actually played NHL the other day. Well, how was that? It was fun. Actually, I really liked it. Like, it was very fun. I don't know any of the teams. And let me well, there's a Colorado this. Avalanche. They play in Denver. I played with one of my female friends. Yeah. And she's a huge Chicago Blackhawks fan. So she chose Chicago. She chose Chicago. And then... We were just doing, like, the playoffs, so I was picking the random team that was playing in Chicago. Yeah. And, I mean, like, I felt pretty good about it. I ended up winning. Not to talk, you know, trash about her or anything. But that's probably because I'm used to playing sports games, so I had a kind of a good idea of what I was doing. But it was pretty fun. I, I enjoyed myself. And I feel like I might actually pick it up. So, this is kind of like my semi-review of the game. It was fun. It was pretty in-depth. They have a ton of teams. Oh, they have yeah. European teams as well as oh, know, they the have US. Like Canadian shit. They have Canadian teams. They have like actual German teams, which I used and I won with, and they sucked. They sucked, but they were fun to use. So I mean, it, it seemed pretty cool. I might actually pick it up. Do at you, least, at least run it. Do mm-hmm. you remember mm-hmm. when Madden had arena football teams? Or no, the Canadian football teams. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Um, I beat somebody using that. <laughs> uh, like I played as like Edmonton. Is it are they in Canada? I think so. I don't know what the team was, guys. I I I know American football. Um, but I will say it is somewhat fun to use those teams that just 
are so bad. You see if you can win, you know. It's just, it's just fun to challenge and yourself. It's, and it's a lot better when you don't even know what you're doing. Because then, it truly is just for fun to you. And to me, that's just sometimes more enjoyable. When I know that I'm probably going to get the shit kicked out of me. But I'm also using this super shitty team. So I don't care. Like, I'm not going to sweat it. You know, I'm just literally playing for fun. Exactly. That's all that matters, right? Playing for fun. I feel like I have more fun, like, playing Call of Duty and playing 2K when I sucked really bad. Just because I had no expectations. And, like, now that's, like, the mindset I go in with most of the, I try to go in with. I don't always have it because I know I can do better than what I play sometimes. But I know when I play 2K, like, now... I'm just totally like, yeah, I'm just not going to have any expectations. I don't expect any shot to go in. I don't even expect to win at the time. I just try to have as much fun as possible. And I end up winning, I end up having fun and enjoying myself. And there are those days I end up playing Call of Duty the same way. But Call of Duty's a little different because I end up raging all the time because my teammates suck. Yeah. I, I, I can't play with randoms that much. Oh, uh, so bad. Speaking of Call of Duty, though. Yes. DLC 1 comes out tomorrow. Yes, it does. You pretty excited, man? Um, well, as a zombies player, uh, I'm pissing on myself, basically. This new map looks, I would use the word beautiful, but I do see the possibility of it being bad, because in all the, the trailers, they make this map look like God, like it's going to be big. It's going to have so much going on, and it's only going to be 50% bigger than um, Shadows of Evil. Yeah, Shadows of Evil. And to all the people that haven't played Zombies a bunch, and this is like your first time really getting into Zombies, Shadows of Evil seems like a big map because there's other areas to go to, and you know, running from side to side is difficult. But that's because it's narrow walkways. Like, total walkable area of the map is only 50% bigger than Shadows of Evil. And coming from somebody that played uh, Transit, Origin, Buried... Um, yeah, those maps were pretty big. Those maps were huge, honestly. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other ones. What was that one inside the jungle? Like the Amazon one? Oh, Sh- Shangri-La. That one was fucking huge. The Call of the Dead. Yeah, Mob of the Dead Mob was the really dead. big. Yeah. Even, well, Mob, is- Mob of the Dead will be about the size of this next map for walkable. No, that- Mob of the Dead will be bigger. No, it won't because there's actually not that much to walk through. But that trolley system makes it seem like there is. So I will say it'll probably be roughly the same size as that um i will say treyarch bring back grief let me take on a team of four because in for zombies i'm a sweaty and i want to be rewarded as such (laughs) i want to take on a massive amount of people and just show them that they can't kill zombies like i can i think that'd be a lot of fun especially with this gobble gum I think that adds a whole new element to the game, but also not in the greatest way, because you got to have liquid divinium 
in order to get shit, but it's hard to get. Alright, alright, explain it, Dom, the logic behind this. Now, we can equate this also to the crypto keys. So, they're in the same... No, 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 no. You can earn crypto keys by playing the game. Yes, and you'll get a lot, damn it. And when you're getting these crypto keys, it takes 10 to get a common supply job and 30 to get a rare supply job. Now, a rare guarantees one rare item. Now, they have slowly been releasing content into the supply jobs. Butterfly knife, a wrench, and then it was some brass knuckles. There are skins for the combat knife, which look kind of cool. They act slightly different, but most of the time they're just the same. So now these three items are very hard to get because you they're rare items. You only get them out of the really out of the rare supply drops. Now you can play the game until you're blue in the face and get crypto keys, or you can buy cop points. Okay. Now the same thing can be said about liquid divinity. You can earn liquid divinium by playing the game, and it no, takes time. But can I, can I please state how long do you think it takes you to play multiplayer and get thirty crypto keys? Thirty. Yeah. How long does it? How, how many games do you think you have to play in order to do that? It depends. It does honestly depend. It I depends will say on, that it depends. It depends on if you win or you lose, and it depends on if you stay inside of a lobby or not. So, I would say if you stay inside a lobby and you win, I would say about roughly, let's say, eight games. Okay. How long do you think that takes to play? Depending, again, on what you're playing. Let's say you're playing the longest game type and it goes the longest. So, Domination. No, let's say Safeguard. Okay. Safeguard can go way longer than Domination. Yeah, Safeguard can go to 20 minutes. And as well as, like, it can... Going overtime, both sides. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. You have five minutes to get to the other side, and then overtime, five okay. minutes. So, 20 minutes. All right, 20 minutes. Eight games, 20 minutes, what? So, Two. you're saying three hours. Three hours or so? At, at the longest possible. Okay. Yes. Um, I wish there was a timer on this Zombies round that I've been playing the entire time. How, what time is it on this so far? 34 minutes. Okay. So the 34 minutes, plus however fucking long it took me to get to a point where I felt comfortable doing the podcast while playing, I've gotten one Liquid Divinium. Now, one Liquid Divinium, who knows what you could get? You could get something super rare or not, but you have one vat to pull it out of. The only way to get this bullshit is by going to buy uh, wall guns, hitting the box... Buying perks, buying goblin though. Four ways to possibly get it. But the gobble gum available to you with these megas, some of them really cool. There's one that gives you every perk on the map you're playing. That's cool. That's awesome. I love them for that one. There's another one that spawns fucking carpenters. There's another one. That every time you get hit, well, you have two times to get hit. All the zombies around you burst in flames, you get zero points. It just kills them. doesn't even count as your kill. You're just shit out of luck if you're shit on points. Um, there's another one that teleports you anywhere on the map. <laughs> now, when I say anywhere, I mean you could move five fucking inches. Half a step. 
So you're still in the middle of shit. <laughs> uh, so, Treyarch, uh, you can make Gobble Gum a little bit easier to get. Um, you could also give us Gobble Gum we actually fucking want. How about that? You know? Well, I feel like the randomness of Gobble Gum is what makes it so special. Like, you think about the perks. Perks are very straightforward. And they're like a constant. You can't continuously add constants to a game like this because then people find ways to manipulate it more thoroughly. Like, even now, people can manipulate, like, when you're playing zombies like uh, Barry, you had an exact plan on how to get through shit. Yeah. You like, I can do this, this, and this, and I'll at least make round 40. With the gobble guns, like, they got rid of perks. I'm not saying that they would, but... Do what, not get rid of perks. Like, <laughs> like on one map, they were like, they're going to be no perks. Only gobble guns. Or it's like, yeah, it's a perk machine. But it's like a random pop machine. You get a random perk out of it. So it's like um, the random perk on Origins. Yeah, pretty much. So like it's like that, right? <clears throat> you can't plan. You're just like, okay, I can plan up to a point. You can say, I can do this, this, and this. But there's still that level of randomness. And I think that's why Gobblegum is needed inside of a game like this. And that's why it's good and it's added. Now, I'm not going to say that the, the Vinium shit is cool because that's really not... <laughs> because honestly, that's just the way they can sell shit to to us. Like same thing with Crypto Keys. Like, yeah, I can grind out this fucking game. I can play my ass off and still never get a butterfly knife. Technically, and that's just the way it is. Same thing with fucking Advanced Warfare. You could play every single day the game was out and still never get a single elite weapon. Well, until they add in the extra prestigious, but you still never get an elite weapon. That's just how it works. So, I mean, they need that level of, like, randomness. They need uh, something they can sell to you. Because, I mean, it's a business. And I think that's what, that's their mindset going into this. Because, I mean, they're, they're also adding in DLC weapons. Now, I'm not sure if you just get them. Because I didn't know about this until, like, today. When my friend was telling me about it. He's like, yeah, there's DLC weapons coming out on Tuesday. So, I'm hoping that you get them if you have Season Pass. Because, thankfully, me and Don both have Season Pass. But, I would like to thank Chris for my season pass. Well, kind of. <laughs> Game share is a shit, bro. Yeah, it is. But, um, yeah, hopefully we get that. Because if we don't, I'm pretty upset. Hopefully the gun's not too good either. Because if, you know, I'm fine with DLC weapons. You don't want it to be like the Blunder or yeah, <clears throat> Blunderbuss? Okay, that gun was fucking annoying. It wasn't good. It was just annoying as hell. A Dude, one I was getting 10-piece. 10 pieces with the, yeah, 10 kill games? No, like, uh, what's it called? What's 10 straight? Merciless? Merciless Streets the Blunderbuss? You're, you're a god, bro. I could not. I mean, the gun was not even really that good. It was just like, it was just kind of funny, like wonky, you know? It literally was like a one-shot kill, and if people were standing close together, you just wipe out like three people. But also, it took like six hours to reload it. <laughs> It was a shotgun, so you had to be pretty close. Like, it had to, it had its downsides. I'm just saying, we can't have guns like, um... Oh, that uh, SMG assault rifle? Yeah, like the, like the Ripper. I like the Ripper. I love that gun. Well, yeah, it but was But I down. definitely understood how the gun was considered OP. Because it well, was... Well, shit. Alright, well, I died. Um, let's see how much liquid divinium I got in this five-fucking-hour gameplay, basically. Uh, one... One. I got one. <laughs> what was all 
XP you got, man. I did. Well, that's just no. That's just points. That's not XP yet. Oh. Um, but I will say that it was when they add in those guns like that, it becomes a problem because then you get a lobby full of rippers. You get a lobby full of blunderbuss. You get a lobby full of the shotgun from zombies. Well, I mean, like, with that, you got to think that it's going to happen if they add in new guns because everybody wants to use it and see if they like it. It's just new. You know, once something shiny new comes out, just like the maps come out tomorrow, everybody's going to be playing them. They may not like all the maps, but eventually they'll die down and be like, oh, I want something different. I want to play something different, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's what's going to happen. And my thing is that if you buy the season pass, you should be rewarded for it, so I should get the gun. But if you don't buy season pass... Hey, that's fine. We put inside supply drops. You can pull it. So you still get it. You can still give us good content. And it's not pay to win. Because at this point, they put inside the supply drops. It becomes what Advanced Warfare was, which was pay to win. It was like, yeah, you can continuously buy Advanced Supply Drops until you get these way much better weapons. Or you can just hope you get it. Or it could be like, you know, COD Ghost. You're like, yeah, I have a uh, season pass, so I got the Ripper. You don't. Ha ha. Look, you got some good stuff. What is that? Okay. Let, let's talk about what I just got. I just, you, I actually got two Liquid Divinium that last game. So, uh, let's, let's see what I just pulled. The 16th time I pulled Aftertaste, um, Call of Duty. Ask people if they play solo. That would be cool. The reason I'm saying that is I keep all perks after being revived. I play solo. This is a useless, useless gobblegum to me personally. I also got one that spawns a random power-up. I've used this one multiple times. Let me tell you what it doesn't spawn. Max ammo. Okay? It'll spawn double points. It'll spawn an insta-kill. It'll spawn a carpenter in a fire sale. Sure as fuck doesn't do max ammos. Um, there is a thing that lets you spawn max ammos, right? But let's just look at all the rest of these spawns. For the nukes, you can use that twice. For the fire cell, you can use that three times. That's a lot. Carpenter, who cares? And I mean that thoroughly. Insta-kills. You can spawn two insta-kills. You can end a round. Double points. You can do that twice. If you use that at the right time, you can easily have enough points to like start all over. No guns, no nothing, and get all your perks and get good guns. Max ammo. Once. Boom. It's done. That fucking hurts. <laughs> but I feel like it would be kind of cheesy if you can use more than one Mac. Because people just hang on to it. And like, if you use it more than once, like you can be using it twice. You can literally just hang on to that until the very last second spawn it and go grab it. You know? Well, you do have to blow a bubble and wait like five seconds. So maybe on an LMG, maybe last clip, you could do it, but you cannot fire a gun while you're blowing the bubble. There's also one that spawns a free perk power-up. I tried that one, and I got stamina up. So I don't like that one. <laughs> Uh, but the greatest one is Perkaholic. Like I said, it gives you all the perks on the map. For Shadows of Evil, that's seven fucking perks. That one's pretty good. Um, 
excuse me. Um, I will say that people need to go ahead and add me on PlayStation Network. Um, I'm not playing for cash. I, I have a tournament to play for cash. I'll do some wagers in 2K and Madden. Ultimate team or my team. Either one. I'm not going to wager you and we use regular teams. And I'm not going to give you MT because you beat me using the Warriors. You have to beat me with your team. Um, Call of Duty, add me as well. Because I'm looking for more people that are competent. Key operating words <laughs> Competent. Means that you're smart enough to not be shitty. Okay? Because I know that's my biggest pet people Call of Duty. It's my biggest pet people any video game. Especially Call of Duty. Especially this game. And you can ask Chris. Um, what I mean by that is just don't go down like round one. That is what I'm really... Let's raise the bar a little bit higher. Don't go down until, like, post-round 10. Like, you should be able to make it 10 rounds by yourself. Yeah, and I, and I will admit, there are times that things don't go right. And I, and I completely understand that. And I completely understand that sometimes it is thoroughly not your fault. Um, do I care? No. Uh, and I know that sounds harsh. And I know that, I mean, it is harsh. I also don't care. Um, I'm very upset that every time I go on to a public lobby, I get stuck with the kid that, like, nobody loves anymore. And he just ruins my day. And I can't handle it. I really can't. If you... If I die saving you, the first thing out of my mouth... When did I get that? Jim Camel, that's pretty dope. The first thing out of my mouth will be me roasting you with no worry about your well-being, no worry about really anything. You know what? If it's yeah, um, I'm trying to think, what else would I like you guys to add me if you play? Get on play, get on Xbox. Add me if you play Ark. Let's let's start a let's start a tribe. Uh, also, I thought that was pretty dope. I everybody, like if you join. In order to really join, you have to follow me on watching my punching expeditions one time. And you have to join in. If I'm getting jumped by like three raptors, I know that you're going to lose too. And I get that. You are joining. Okay? You're not leaving me and then being like, you got knocked the fuck out. No. Nobody's doing that to me. Everybody's jumping in. Because uh, we're going to kill those things. Uh, probably not. But we're going to try. I've already went on, like, uh, nuclear on Mega Piranhas. I found a little glitch with that. So we can kill these things. You just gotta find the glitch. Um, the glitch is not spears, though. <laughs> you lose uh, those. Yeah. The Mega Piranha will take it and swim away. <laughs> I wonder how much damage a spear does. Because 
by by itself, a singular spear is not very useful. But like if we had a team of like five people, all like hucking spears or something, I feel like you take it down pretty quickly. And now there are super advanced guys who have like fucking guns and shit. Join our thing and protect me on my punching expedition. <laughs> but I feel like if we like all band together and like start like a new game and just like make a fucking tribe, make houses and shit, I feel like it'd be pretty dope. I feel like that'd be fun. I agree. I, I have fun playing that game. Genuine fun. I feel like I've had more genuine fun playing games like that than I have playing Call of Duty or 2K. Speaking of games I'm, I've had genuine fun playing, this game that I was talking about earlier, I'm pretty excited about. Found, about, found out about it just today. Now, it's a Friday the 13th based video game. Now, don't... Don't... Get on my head yet. Listen to the concept and tell me it does not sound at least intriguing. A little bit fun. So basically what it is, is seven, eight people are playing the game. Seven of which are survivors. They are the camp counselors, as you may. They have to survive the night while the eighth person is Jason Voorhees. Now you can team up and band together to survive, which a lot of people are going to try. Or also you can screw each other over and leave each other hanging. I feel like that game could be a ton of fun. Now, I said the same thing about Evolve, which is a Turtle Rock game, which I'm, sucked I, I, I would be down. The only thing is, when we get down to, like, two people left, right, I'm going to make sure I don't die. <laughs> like... Like, me and the owner of the Double E podcast, who is my, like, biological father, have discussed what would happen if we were in the woods being chased and attacked by a bear. Now, some of you are going to think that this is heartless. Some of you are going to agree with me. I said, without a shadow of a doubt, I would push him or trip him. So that the bear kills him. Okay? And for all of you that are like, oh, that's just wrong. He said he uh, would agree and do the same to me. So, just so people know, if I'm one of the camp counselors, I'm pushing you down. I am tripping you. I will even full out tackle you. Shove your face into the ground as I get up to continue running. Um... You know why? Because I survived. I <laughs> made it. Okay? See, I feel like that's the dynamic of the game that a lot of games don't have. A lot of games, they force you to work together to survive. But in this one, is basically like, you can totally betray your teammates. Hell, even Evolve, you couldn't betray your teammates. It was like, you guys against the monster, and that was it. There's really nothing else you could do if you, you know, didn't kill it, you didn't kill it. If you did, you did. There was no extra bonus for being the one who killed it. It was just like, you need your teammates to do it. This game, it sounds so much fun to me because I can literally play with like seven other friends and just screw over everybody and be the one to survive. I can tell Dom we're the last two. I'm like, yeah, you just run that way. I'm going to run this way. And hopefully I see you on the other side. Like, because that's how real life kind of is sometimes. And I was talking to Dom earlier about it. I was saying 
What if they released a horror-based game with this concept, but have different monsters? So you have, you know, a Nightmare on Elm Street level, where it's like you have a Freddy Krueger, you got a certain amount of people inside the game who are survivors, and basically they just have to survive while Freddy Krueger's chasing after. You have a werewolf or a vampire... You have like a Swamp Thing, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Alien, Predator, you know, shit like that. I feel like a game like that would be fun because it's just interesting like that survive, that hide and seek mechanic has not been inside of video games. In a while. Like I can't even think of a game that's had that type of mechanic to that extent, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like in a while and to that extent. I'll learn the English language at some point today, guys. Um, but I also feel like it's just, it's beyond necessary at this point that we start to explore those mechanics inside of video games. Mm -hmm. Um, not just because, oh, it sounds fun. No, it's, it's necessary for the simple fact if we test out every mechanic that we can conceive coming up with this hide-and-seek mechanic, once we actually are able to play a game like that, it will conceive a new mechanic that, you know, maybe it's hide-and-seek with this mechanic. So not only are you, like, either hiding or trying to kill the thing, there's this extra mechanic that we can throw in with it. And then you can throw in this mechanic. And we can create a new genre of video games. You know what I mean? Yeah, something like the asymmetrical like online game where it's like, you know, you have one monster, one big baddie, and then you have the four other people. It's like it's a it's considered a new concept, but it's been inside of games before. Yeah. And I feel like it's just so underutilized. Like games nowadays just so damn recycled. Kind of like movies, it's like the same shit over and over again. It's either like a <clears throat> previously used franchise being rehashed. Except for Doom is going to be good. <clears throat> or it's like, you know, freaking a new concept, but it's the same shit over and over again. And I feel like it's important to test these things out. That's why you have games like Splatoon winning Shooter of the Year. Uh, best sports game being fucking, oh crap, I forgot the game name. Rocket League. Rocket League. You know what I'm saying? Because people want that different feeling. They want that new thing to addict, be addicted to. You know? So I'm excited for it. And it plus, also just cha- it's a change of pace. For sure. I mean, this game, they're not funded by a big company. And I've seen the trailer for it. It looked really good. Like, it looked beautiful, honestly. But they, they had a Kickstarter for it. Um... So, I mean, hell, if this game does really well, more power to them. I respect that, and I'm, I'm definitely going to be interested to check it out. I'm definitely going to probably buy it and try to review it. Hopefully, it's good, because if it's shitty, I'm going to apologize now, guys. I don't like putting my stamp of entry on games that are going to be shitty, but I feel like that game is going to be pretty nice. I mean, I would hope that it is, uh, but like you said... With it being a concept that game developers don't really test out too much. It could be really bad, too. There could be a reason that it's not, you know, so tested. 
and like battle, you know. See, I feel like a lot of it is um, game developers don't put the time and effort in to games the way they should. <clears throat> like, look at a game like Evolve. The game Evolve should have had a lot of, uh, had so much promise. It had a lot of good things going for it. It's just that it was rushed. It wasn't finished, you know? So you're playing the game, and it's all basically DLC. Like, all the game was DLC. There wasn't a lot to the game when you first get it. You have four hunters, I think, believe, three different monsters, which at first is fun, at first. But once you've been playing this game for, you know, a month, it gets old. Yeah. They need to have more content. And I mean, yeah, they could have DLC or a season pass, which I don't believe in season pass. I think season pass is fucking stupid. Because it's basically saying you could pay $60 for extra shit in the game that probably should have been in the beginning with. But yeah, like, that's pretty much what it was. And then they, you know, added in new monsters. They added in new hunters. And, like, it all was DLC character skins. There was no story mode. So you couldn't play by yourself. Really. It was really just, like, you playing online with your friends. There was no in-between. And I just didn't like that game. But I feel like if it was done correctly, and they put a little bit more effort into it, it wasn't as rushed. I feel like it could have been one of the best games of last year, hands down. Because just the concept was so unique. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. I think that right now, video game companies are at this very weird point of, you know, how much money has this concept made other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it did well for this other person? Then yeah, I want it. Then we're going to do it. You know? And I think that until it's proven that that can go horrible, they're going to keep doing it. Because, I mean, like we've said multiple times, just on this, it's about money. Yeah. You know? And as consumers, we need to realize that. They are doing it because it makes money. Don't, don't pay for something. They don't do it. You know, and we, for so many things, we want uh, a friend to pick it up first. You know, we want to see a good review from IGN. And maybe IGN just doesn't review the game. So we just need to, as a community, start taking chances on these things. And show these companies, you can take chances we will support you in taking chances and if we don't like it we won't buy it yeah i mean i feel like we should do that more or less with the whole entire dlc concept <clears throat> the whole entire pre the whole entire pre-order concept to me is stupid now i'm saying i'm saying this with the idea that like pre-ordering as in oh you pre-order this game you know a year early and you get some specialty, kind of the, the EA approach to pre-order. You get like, oh, you get the special blast you're going to get anyways. You get a special costume you're going to get anyways. It's stuff that's not really worth it. And then you get the game, it's not very good. You're basically paying $60 a year, months early, for a game that's not finished. And that's my issue with pre-order. That's my issue with DLC. I'm paying an extra, you know, 
fifty, sixty dollars a Call of Duty for what sixteen maps? Can I say something? I do agree with you. Don't get me wrong. But I did go pre-order a new game because of the pre-order bonus. Guys, in the next few months, we will do a review on UFC 2, mainly so I can tell you who's better, Young Mike Tyson or Tattoo on the Face Mike Tyson. Why is he inside that game? He never <laughs> even fought the UFC. Neither did Bruce Lee, nigga. Bruce Lee is considered like the godfather, not like the godfather of the UFC, but of like that Miss Martial Arts style. But like, I just, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, bruh. They're talking about his hands. Mike Tyson. His, well, Floyd Mike didn't sign. Tyson. Floyd, ain't, Floyd ain't signing, pussy. Dude, I didn't say that. Dude, they could have put, what, what if they put the rock? You know what's crazy though? Ronda Rousey's the cover. Uh, for UFC 2. Um, is, it her, is it her sleeping? No, it's before the home fight. So, like, she still has, like, an intact jawline. Hmm. Um, but, they're also saying that she might still be the highest rated fighter inside of the game. Like, the closest to perfect. Um, they're saying that Holly Holm is just going to, is gonna, her stand-up is going to be... Almost maxed out. They hate maxing out real life people. Yeah, it's hard. To say that they're perfect, they don't like doing that. But they will put Ronda Rousey as the most overall top fighter. I mean, with that, with that run, you kind of have to. And I mean, it's kind of hard to. Like, you think about, like, um, Anderson Silva, right? If they had, like, a throwback Anderson Silva, like a young one in his prime... It's kind of hard to do that with UFC because this is a game based off of, like, Today. right now. It's not like, you know, 2K. It's not like 2K where it's like, throwback Thursday, flashback cards. This is from back then. This is like game, like, now. There is no legends. There isn't any of that. Any who's considered a legend is, like, Mike Tyson or Bruce Lee. You know what I'm saying? They're kind of, like, thrown in there. Well, they're saying that you could see... Uh, You could see, God fucking shit, what is his name? Royce Gracie. Gracie. Yeah, I feel like he could be inside the game. Um, they're saying there are some reports that Chuck Liddell will be available. Um, but they just kind of need Chuck to sign it so yeah. that they can get him into. be available at launch because right now he's not. And like, I get why he's not because, you know, you gotta get his body done and, you know, you want it to look good. That really ain't nothing but a word though. Like, getting someone's like body scan and stuff. I feel like with that type of game, they really do need like, they don't need legends, but I feel like it'd be huge. Because, I mean, you think about um, Fight Night. Fight Night's biggest draw outside of, like, you know... Was the Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson? Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson. You had these... You had Evander, 
classic fighters with in their both prime. ears. So yeah, yeah, definitely prime Holyfield because he could hear you. Um, uh, I'm sorry, guys. I've just been a savage all day. I've been making fun of people since I woke up. But yeah, it's like it's like huge, man. Like I feel like I mean I don't want to say the Mike Tyson thing. I feel like that's stupid as hell. I, I'm I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna knock niggas out, bro. But this ground game is gonna be trash, bro. Get me to the ground. I will, cause this kicking game is probably trash too. I'm not gonna kick you, dude. I'm gonna hit you with the meanest uppercut that the game has ever seen. That's if you hit me. No, bro. All right, coming to the we got next podcast live face cam testing of the Mike Tyson ground game. Cause I mean, when you playing this. We have a good friend, DeAndre Steele. He, yeah. Uh, and I wish and I wish he would. I'll give him the hands in this new he one. He is probably the greatest UFC fighter I've ever fucking played against. Not even probably, he is. He is good. And I know for a fact, if you give him the opening, he would take down Mike Tyson. Easily. Bruh, but he's going to eat so many hands. I'm going to knock him out in this new one. I just I just feel like a great, not even a good, but a great UFC like player. Because they're more patient. I'm alright. I'm decent. I'm not really that patient. I kind of like rush in. I'm like, let's get this shit over with. I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. You know, because I don't really care that much about winning and losing. But like those really good players who care about that extra stuff... Yeah, they're going to be patient. They're going to work you over. They're going to play to their advantages. And and I think that I've made that step just from how many like my careers I've done and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to... Like, you got to... You just got to learn to sit. You know? Yeah. And not like camping sit. Don't be a pussy. But... There are moments where it is a lot better if you just take a second, breathe, and then step in for the punch. You know, maybe maybe throw the leg kick instead of constantly going for the knockout, you know. And that's why I feel like in this next one, uh, I'm going to definitely hop online with it way more. And I'm going to go straight for the kill on everybody. Like, oh, you've you played this game before? Oh, okay, well, I'm going to kill you now. Like, um, but it's about that time, I yeah. would say. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Again, add me on PlayStation Network. It's best underscore of underscore top city. Um... On Xbox One, it's just best of Top City. Again, no underscores, though, because I didn't need it. There wasn't already a best of Top City. Um, you can add me on PlayStation Network. It's Wheels Zero Up Zero Nig, N-I-G. Um, also, you can follow me on, Twi- on Twitch. Sub me. Check me out. I stream a lot. It's um, Wheels Zero Up Zero TV. Also, that's the same thing as my YouTube channel. Um... Yeah, definitely hit me up. I'm going to get an Xbox probably because I definitely play art. I definitely get Killer Instinct. I've been playing it over here a lot. I just 
want to get it, honestly. Plus, I want to connect with my fellow Xbox users. Even though I hate the system, I feel like there's two games that I would like to play on it. So that gives me enough gumption to buy it, I guess. Or at least try it out for a little bit. That makes sense, though. But yeah, add me on PSN. Will Zero, Up Zero, TV. We could probably put our PSNs and gamer tags and like the tags on this. Um, I will be broadcasting um, the rest of the Madden tournament that I am in. That's all I can. You know, I can't watch the other guys and stream their stuff. So as long as I continue to win, you will have uh, the ability to watch me take on a couple YouTubers, be able to watch me take on um, some other Twitch players. Um, Definitely going to be stepping into an arena that I've never never taken part in before so it's, it's just going to be a new experience i definitely look forward to it and uh yeah that's that's about all the real updates i got right now so if there's anything else that you would like to say chris um appreciate you guys coming through this to another podcast um we were talking about doing some different types of podcasts. Oh we're, yes. Yeah, we were definitely thinking about doing like a sports related one, just just sports, maybe pop culture, music, you know, because we talk. We're men of many tastes. We have a lot of different things we talk about, and we also don't give a fuck. Yeah, I feel like now in our in our friendship between us and the viewers, you guys are ready for our savage ways and the stuff that we talk about. You know. You've already heard about, you know, our virtual reality porn ideas and things of that nature. So, I feel like we should move into another realm. We should advance our relationship, our friendship, you know? So, if you guys think it's a good idea, leave a comment. I mean, leave a we'll, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Uh, we would like to we would like to move into sports and uh, pop culture. I think those were the two that uh, we both kind of felt the best about yeah if that is a good way of saying it it's the stuff we talk about the most to be honest uh i'm getting very pissed off did you really have to drive up that close to kill me uh i found it disrespectful um but as always i'm dom and i'm chris and we got next. next